Welcome everyone to the Tiffany Talks podcast show where we discuss holistic health, healing, and helping others in 30 minutes or less. I'm Tiffany Patlin, a self-healing trauma specialist and best-selling author of the book, Unlocking Your Ability to Heal, Reinvent Your World Mentally, Physically, and Spiritually. Let's get started. special guest today is Lisa Diaz. Lisa is in the process of being a certified breakthrough coach and is the author of the book From Doubting to Believing. Lisa has come a long way breaking old patterns and beliefs. She came to a point into her life where she had to learn how to love herself and heal in order to be able to help others. Despite how long it took, she did not give up because in her heart, she wanted to help others do the same. So let's bring on Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi. How's it going? Tell me, how you doing today? Great. Doing great. Enjoying the weather here in Florida. Nice. Oh, well, lucky you because it's been raining over here and I've been having to look at like images and pictures of sunniness and all that stuff to get me through. <laughs> I need to go visit you. Yeah, it's nice over here. <laughs> I haven't been over there. My brother, my older brother actually lives over there. Um, I want to say he's in Miami. I'm not okay, sure. Okay, so that's like an hour away that you can oh, do that. see. Totally do We got to make it happen. (laughs) So I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, For those that don't know, I met Lisa in person uh, this past, what was it, June? June, yes. June, but um, I'll I'll save that story because it's such a beautiful story. I'll save it for the end. Um, But tell us, please tell us your backstory of how it is that you came to write this book. Okay, there's a lot, but definitely it's exciting. Wow. So to think back, you know, um, as growing up and now understanding as an adult that growing up, I learned patterns and beliefs, right, that were put on to me and understanding now that my mother and father did the best that they could. Right. Because, um, wow, like I can think back and I say, oh, my goodness, I can understand now why I had so much fear I didn't have as much confidence in myself and growing up, it was hard to like, understand, understand who I was from everything that I've gone through and learning that now as an adult and have gone through so much, right. To be able to heal little by little healing and understanding who I am right now. It's like, wow, there's so much to share out there for others that need the same. So I, decide well I can't even say that I decided I've always wanted it's so funny because like throughout the years I've like had an application and I've start writing and I'd say oh, okay I'm gonna write and 
it just drifted off for years later then more writing drifted off, but it never came to me. Like you're going to, like Lisa had a plan that she was going to write this book for this date. It was not planned that way, but meeting you all in the community, everything just flowed how it was planned. <laughs> God knew what he was doing, yeah, didn't he? Sure did, yeah. Like he had a plan that was bigger than my plan because my plan was like incy bincy. <laughs> I feel you. I feel that. So what what religion were you were you grown into religion, like born into religion? And if so, what was that and how was it for you? Okay, yes. I grew up in Pentecostal church. And oh, never heard of that. No, and and Pentecostal church where yes, they still believe in Jesus, you know, they believe in God. But I, I understand now as an adult, there was a lot of man-made rules. Mm. So with the man-made rules now that I understand, it's like, wow. Um, I, to put it in a nice way, I feel robbed of who I, I feel robbed. I felt robbed of growing up as a child to have so much fear. Yes, you know, fear God, but to the point where we had church like seven days a week, it was strict, you know, you go for the seven days, you couldn't wear pants, you couldn't wear makeup, you couldn't wear earrings. So because you were, you know, living for God. So growing up as a child, I remember like 15 years old, I'm like, okay, I can't do this skirt thing anymore. I'm gonna go sneak me a pair of pants. Oh <laughs> I did put that in my book too. But and now that I have children, um, teaching them that yes, God is number one, God loves them. Yes, Jesus died for our sins, you know. He loves them too. And just letting them grow up to who they're meant to be with no, no man-made rules. I want them to feel loved by God freely. Just everything that I had to learn as an adult, I want them to learn that as a children, but in a peaceful way. Oh, not a yes. Way. <laughs> yes. I grew up Catholic and I just remember not understanding anything. Why do I have to memorize that prayer? What, what does a lamb have to do with anything? No joke. Like I did not understand, but yet my brother and I would get in trouble because we would be messing around because we didn't want to sit there and listen. We didn't know why we were there. We just didn't comprehend. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but my parents didn't explain things to me. Did they explain things to you? I really not. She didn't. I mean, she didn't explain it, but it was more, I don't, as a child, I, and then thinking back when I was in the church, I would stick to like the adults. So I was always listening and watching. I've always listened and watched, listened and watched. But um, I think at a point in my life then it was even church was like an escape out the house. Because <laughs> we lived in a strict environment. And I think like uh, we couldn't be outside like after dark, um, go to our friend's house a lot. Like even growing up, like they would know, oh, your mom doesn't let you out. You're not allowed to go. So mm. that way, yeah. Wow. I remember my mother getting really stressed before church, screaming and yelling because she was so crazy about being late for church. That didn't really make it fun for us. We were like, no. <laughs> you know, like, and we, I go to church now, you know, and I go to a, um, a church, it's called Awaken Church here in Salt Lake City. And, you know, our book coach, Christine Gale is the one that introduced us to that church. So I'm so grateful for her for that. Um, but, you know, when I bring my kids to church, I've learned not to force them to stand up, not to force them to engage. Um, 
If they have questions, explain things to them, help them understand. And I just try to think about the way it was for me and what I've learned a lot of what not to do, right? Could Would you say yes. the same? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's challenging. It's, it's challenging. Like, how do you, how do you do that? You know, but um, was there any time, like, I want you to talk about how you were doubting. Where did that come from in your story? I think doubting came from my experiences um, just in life. Like, I've doubted so much where when I, when you know how you have that feeling, like you've tried everything mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, you know, there's nothing good going to come out of this. Like, I'm just yeah. like, not going to even try anymore. Like, it's, it's just... I'm not going to do it. So I doubted in that area. I doubted, like, does God really have a plan for me? You know, th- does he hit really have, you know, that plan that was promised over my life? Like, am I going to see that one day? And it's like, I've seen myself, you know, um, like this, but I've never seen myself like this, you know, until it actually starts unfolding. You're like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. All right. Now I understand. You know, patience is key. So I was like, okay, now I got to be patient. Now I have to let everything is temporary. There's still a lot that I need to learn. There's still areas in my life that I need to heal. And then it started, oh, okay, now. And then kicked me into believing, you know? So (laughs) was there a specific event or anything that happened where you were like, where it clicked for you and you were like, okay, I have to be patient. I get it now. Uh, I think like I would say uh, within the last three years, I'm working on myself. Well, I've been working on probably like obviously all my life, right? Because that's how we get here. But the last few years of me working on myself, I really, I really seen that I needed it. You know, I didn't know that, but working on myself real made me realize, wow, okay, you do need to be patient, you do need to heal, and you do need to love yourself. And why I say that, um, I want to say this respectfully, but I want to say this with a lot of love. A lot of times when we do, you know, go to church and a lot of us go to church at a point in our life when we're hurt. Mm. And from me, from my experience, when I started going to church, which I've only have after the age of 15, I had my two personal experiences going to church, which is only two. So I say now that I'm I've gone through the process of loving myself. When you go to church, right, and you want to have, and that this is where my, uh, my throat got dry. This is where my two experiences have come. And I say, when I got there in my first church experience, I went real broken. I, I went like really depressed. I had postpartum depression when I had my daughter because I didn't, I only wanted one child. Oh. <laughs> I only wanted one kid. So I'm like, okay, well, my experience there, and maybe now as an adult, I can say, I, I even question myself what those experiences done to me, or did I learn from them? But then I say, and I ask myself and I ask God, was I just a part of me that wasn't healed that I feel the experiences were not good? Hmm. So I say, okay, but now that's my answer. The answer is yes, because you can be in any location, right? Wherever you are, but if you're healed, you know how to deal with it. If you're not, you run away from it. 
So yes, Lisa ran away. <laughs> Lisa ran away and now I'm so grateful because I see the difference and I understand the difference and now I know how to deal with it. And I know how to deal with situations that do get tough, that do, you know, do they may hurt, but I can deal with it a lot better than before. I would just run like, um, um, that's it. <laughs> yes, that's, I agree with that. That's the, that's the beauty of healing is that you learn what to do, how to process your emotions in a healthy way, how to think properly, not, how to not, you know, let it, everything defeat you. And something that I, I, I want to know if you feel the same way uh, with me since coming into my newfound faith, I've, I know now to put everything to God, that, that it's all about God. It's like, if, if something is not working, I should not force it to work because it's not my will. It's always God's will. And I was the one that was back in the day, you know, cursing God, saying, I hate God. There's no such thing as a God. How can there be? Look at my crappy life. Like, no, you know, and finally, little by little, he was prompting me. And, you know, those who have read my book, my story, there's little bits and pieces in there. He was always there. God was always there. He, he never left me. And I never knew that. I actually, I learned that when I was writing my book and I started crying. So I was like, oh my God, he was always there. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so sorry, please forgive me. You know, and that's, that's the beauty of it, that God does forgive us. Mm -hmm. Even though we're confused, we're hurting, we don't understand. We have to be quiet and listen because that's how he speaks to us. And it's not it's not words, right? I mean, some people say that they hear words. Some people like Christine, I know she says that she'll just sit there quietly and she'll get prompted to write something out. And with me, I think I get thoughts. How is that for you? How do you feel like you get that communication? I get that. Yeah. It's more like, um, I, I can't, ex I get a, I'm going to try to explain it. I get uh, yeah. that feeling. I don't know. I get that. <laughs> It's like, um, it just comes, it just flows. I don't know, it just comes. And you just get that feeling, you just feel it. You just know, and then you know it's God because it's like a feeling where you just know. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but yes, it does come. Um, things that I can, like that are put into my spirit, I want to say, that you know that you know. I, I can't explain that, you know? And it's like, uh, now I'm thinking about my stepdaughter. She's like, Lisa, you know, I've never met someone like you where you you could spend time with someone and you know that you know. And it's like, wow, okay. So that's another area that God let me see of what he's put into me, you know? His spirit and his guidance through healing and love and peace. And it's a beautiful thing, you know, it's a beautiful thing to just let him do his job. Oh, I love how you said that. It's <laughs> such a beautiful thing to let God do his job. Oh, my gosh. You got to create a quote. No joke. You, that is a quote by Lisa Diaz. <laughs> that is awesome. That hit me. And when you first started talking um, about that um, beforehand, um, I felt goosebumps all over. And I noticed like now when I go to church, I used to be afraid to get involved. I used to be afraid to sing. When I started going to church by myself in California, they had like the same thing, a big stage and music. And I was terrified to go in there. So we found like a little grassy hill off to the side and we would just sit there because they had 
speakers that you could hear the message. And then little by little, we worked our way up to this place where it was outside. There was tables. People would have breakfast and coffee and tea, and they would have the speakers there. And um, I felt safe there. But I never went inside till we went, you know, to California. That was my first time. And even then, and now as I go to church, I notice that I'm more open because I believe, I feel it now. And when I sing those songs, I start crying. And I didn't know what that was. So I mentioned it to Chip Ball, who's Quay Ball's husband. Yes. And uh, he, we'll talk about him in a minute. Um, he, um, he told me that the same thing happens to him. He'll be involved singing and he'll get choked up. And he says, he, I don't know what that is either. And Quay was right there listening. And she said, oh, when that happens, I just say hi, because that's God. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, like <laughs> yes. visiting you when you invite the Holy Spirit in. He's in you and you yes. can feel him. It's like he's activated. Would you, yes. you feel the same way? Yeah. So beautiful. Worshiping. And that's, that's one thing that, I mean, no matter what, that, that will always be with me. I love to worship. I love to listen to worship music. I do. I do that in my secret place. I've always done it no matter what I go through, whether I'm in my car, at home, wherever I'm at, I always do that. And I think that's like my number one thing that has always kept me connected, even through like the pain, the trauma, like, Mm -hmm. and like you said, you know, there were times that you were mad at God with my experience. I can say, I don't get mad at God. I just say, when is this going to be over with, you know, like, or when am I going to get through this? And I, I thank you because a lot through my process I've learned and that's because how I grew up. So I think, um, it's normal for me to already feel to, to thank God through everything that I've gone through. I've, I don't, I can't say I haven't blamed him to be upset at him. I just, um, didn't understand the process of where he was taking and what he was doing with me, but I still held on patient and I would still like, you know, praise and worship, which till today, we know we still do in our house. We still listen to, you know, our worship music and things like that. And when I'm driving on the road, I do that too. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm grateful because I finally evolved to be in that place now, like what you were saying. Now I know um, that when things are not working out the right way, it's to have that faith and to have that trust that God is doing something. Be patient, like you said, have trust and faith in God. If you have faith, then you have faith. <laughs> yeah, you have faith in God. And and he puts, I've learned that through my process too. If we put our faith only in God, we will understand everything um, a lot easier when people come into our life, mm. whether it's permanent or temporary. Because mm. being on the outside, going through everything that I've gone through, and the great people, good people, let people that taught me lessons, whether it was good or bad, everybody that's come into my life had played a part in teaching me something, whether it was hurting me or learning it as a lesson. Well, who does that? Who puts those people in our life? God, right? They're going to come across. He's going to use the good and the bad. And that's where sometimes it's hard to accept. And I think um, we look at it like God's only going to allow great things. Mm. You know, everything's going to be so perfect because it's God. But, you know, these little traumas that we have or experiences that we have in our life, why did he allow that? Because if if we didn't go through that, it couldn't break us, um, mold us. 
Yes. Like, God, when is this going to be over with? Like, I don't want to go through this pain anymore. Like, when is this going to, like, these people are looking at me and they don't know, they have no clue what I've gone through, but I have to keep my faith and keep on going. And that's what I did. I kept my faith and I kept on going. When it was hard, I wanted to give up. I still believed, you know, and I was just like, okay, when, when is this going to end? And I'm just, I'm now in this community and I can still say that was God. Like he, he put the people in my life to, for me to be where I'm at today. And I'm just grateful. There's so much truth in that. You're right. And some people, cause I have a really dark past myself and I have wrapped that in love and forgiveness and understanding for pretty much everything you just said. God knew what my life was going to entail, and he gave me the forgiving heart that I have. He, he gave me all the skills that I needed to get through all that. And when I wasn't able to protect myself, he was there. He was doing it all. He knew. He knew I was going to be mad at him. He knew everything. He just he just knew. And not everything didn't finally come full circle until I made that decision as an adult mm-hmm. to give my life to Jesus Christ. And I would yeah. love for you to share that part. Yes, I would love to share that. Like, wow. Okay. So we went to the, you know, to the event and I'm thinking, okay, we're going to go to this event and we're going to actually, you know, talk about our books, you know, unleash your rising breakthrough event for our author community. Yes. I'm like, okay, you know, all right, we're going to learn these things. And I'm like, wow, it was a surprise, (laughs) a grateful surprise. Like I've learned um, so much about each and every one of us. I've learned about um, myself. And then, you know, after this event, it's like, who wants to go to church? I'm like, really? Okay, I have a decision now. Do I really want to go? And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. What I have to lose, you know, I'm going to go. And I did. And it was just like, I was crying, you know, brought to tears and the songs and the worship and uh, being with my sisters. And it was just a great experience, right? A great experience. And then after the service, you know, where they went, you know, prayed for us and I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to have a simple prayer where it was definitely deeper than what <laughs> I know I, I was there right next to yeah, you. Yeah. It was like deeper than I, <sighs> I expected. And it's like, now then you really want to talk. Does God really get to work? You know, when we let him do his job, so not only that, um, breaking my fears, you know, through that and then having that opportunity to get baptized. I was like, why not? Like, why, why not? What do I have to lose? I don't have anything to lose. I can have my fresh start. I can, I'm already, you know, I'm God's child. Why not just start as a fresh start? There's nothing wrong with that. And I feel brand new. I feel this is who I'm meant to be. Oh, I love that so much. And Chip, um, Ball was actually the one who um, he had actually he was my partner during that event. And he had when we I forget which project we were doing, but we were doing something. And I don't even remember how it came up, to be honest. And he just started asking me. And I thought I was like, oh, this guy's, you know, a pro. This is what he does. And I didn't know I was the very first one that oh. he had helped to say, you know, to convert, to give my life to Jesus Christ. I didn't know that. I didn't realize it, but I was actually an answered prayer for him. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And then when you wanted to do it and then Christine did it and I was just like, oh my God. Yes. And this is what I say, right? That's something that I will never forget. Mm -hmm. 
I'm never going to forget that. And I'm so Yeah, because I say, wow, like, this is not something that was planned. Nope. When God does his job, like, it was like, not something like, okay, well, we are going to go to this event. We're going to go to church. We're going to get baptized. Are you going to sign this? Nothing. (laughs) Right. So when we're coming out of church, she's like, okay, the bus is going that way. She's going to get baptized. Okay. And then Christine, what? best experience can we have when we have our coach, our leader, Mm. a woman of God that like is there to get baptized near us, you know, as a one and experience like that, I can never forget. And I'm so grateful. And I thank God because he did everything that I needed and he's still doing everything that he needs to do in our lives. Right. Yes. I'm grateful. Like I am really grateful I'm really grateful. I just think back and I say, how did I get here? But we can't ask, we can't ask <laughs> you know, those why questions. Like, how did you get here? Like, how is this all happening? Um, but I'm just going to, like we said, we're going to let God do his job. Yes. Just <laughs> let God do his job. Just let go and surrender. Oh, yeah. It's just like, just, I'm going to just let him do his job. I am <laughs> I so excited. Yes. I'm so excited to read your book. I really am. Do you have a launch date for your book yet? I have um, for the end of November. Um, working on that. So it's like right now in layout. I'm excited. Like I'm super excited and I really can't wait. I really put a lot of what God put in my spirit, my process, um, what I've gone through. I have in there is going to be so much information to be able to help others really make that decisions for change. Because a lot of us, and I was talking to someone today, a lot of times we don't realize that we do have to let God do his job. We don't realize that. And sometimes we only realize it when we hit rock bottom. Yeah. And that was my experience, you know. (laughs) Lisa, you're going to hit rock bottom. Uh oh. <laughs> so, and that's where we really have to just let go and understand our relationship with God is between God and us. You know, um, I like I, before my, when my mother was in the hospital, this is what I, I said to her. I said, Mommy, when you plant a seed in the ground and it's growing and it's coming out of the ground, little green sprouts. Do you already know what it is? No. Okay. So then why would we think that people already know who God called us to be and who we are? Wow. She said, Lisa, thank you for telling me that. She's like, I never looked at it that way. And I said, mommy, no matter what you go through, God loves you just how you are. And he knows why you're here. He's mm. the one that made you. And she was like, I never looked at it that way. And that's because I use that as an example. Because before I left, I had planted a papaya tree. <laughs> <laughs> I use that as an example because it's like, you see that you see it growing. A lot of people are going to see that plant growing, but they don't know what it is until they see what's hanging off that tree. So be patient. We have to let God do his work. That was beautiful. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Lisa. As we come to the end of our show, do you have 
a special quote or a statement or a mantra, anything that you go by that helps you throughout the day to share with our audience? I want to say just believe, have faith, let go, let God surrender everything. It is possible and we can do it through loving ourselves first and allowing him to guide us every day. Oh my gosh. I love that so very much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining the show and sharing your wisdom. And you guys check out Lisa, follow her so you can be um, informed when her book launch is coming out. You want to get that book for anybody that is struggling, that is questioning God and, and religion, because there is a difference between religion and having a relationship with God. There is a difference. And I'm so excited to get my hands on your book. So I will be posting about her book when it comes out. So, but make sure you follow her. Her information is on the, um, will be in the threads. And yeah, thank you so much. And we will be in touch, girlfriend. Thank you for having me. Have a good one. Bye. Wow. Thank you everybody for watching. This was, this was amazing. In case you couldn't tell, it was really important to me and it touched my heart because I was with her when we both got baptized and it was such a beautiful, special moment. Um, yeah. So that, this was a great one. This is dear to my heart. So I hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to, you know, share with your loved ones, anybody that, you know, may be questioning, um, having a relationship with God or that might be confused. Um, Lisa is also available. You can reach out to her. You can email her. Whatever you feel you called to do, please do that. Um, invite your friends and family to like the Tiffany Talks Facebook page, or you can also subscribe to YouTube or listen on all major podcast platforms. And yeah, I can't say anything better than what Lisa said, except for just take time to be quiet and alone to listen to what God, your higher power, whatever you want to call it, what he is trying to say to you because he is there. He is there for you. Your creator is there and your creator wants to communicate with you. Okay, that's it. I'm Tiffany Patlin signing off until the next episode. Bye, everybody.